Hey, hi, and hello. My name is Mike Aries, and welcome back to Super Beats the Hero. Oh, wow. Super Beats the Music of Heroes and Villains. This is episode 14. Yep, episode 14. And today, in honor of what has appeared on Disney Plus, I will be trying to figure out what the Fist of Khonshu, the Moon Knight, Mark Spector, listens to. Uh, ooh, wait a second. Because I know when Mark Spector actually I know when Moon Knight came out. Because, um, well, for a little bit of background details about Moon Knight, Moon Knight actually didn't get his own series until he had a... So the initial history of Moon Knight is weird because, like I said, he didn't get his own series. He actually appeared in another series called The Werewolf by Night, which is about a guy who becomes a werewolf at night due to a curse, if I remember correctly. But, um... <laughs> see that. All right, yeah, so I was thinking of the correct year. So Moon Knight actually first appeared in the Werewolf by Night 1972 series in issue 32. And he later got his own series in 1980. Huh. Wow. Only eight year difference before you had his own series. Alrighty then. So Moon Knight. Well, I don't know why I keep calling Moon Knight. Mark Spector and whatnot is the avatar for the Egyptian god Khonshu. And he is he's Batman if he had dissociative identity disorder. But if you go back and you read the original series where he's just popping up every now and again in different chapter in different issues of different things because he wound up in like i said Werewolf by night he was in the marvel spotlight defenders spectacular spider-man uh the hulk magazine which is so weird to know because i've read like i have the classic moon knight omnibus and it's so weird knowing that Hulk had his own magazine. But um, that's really all besides the point and whatnot. What is the point is Mark Spector. And I'm sorry that I'm going on a... Like, I get dis I'm sorry I'm getting distracted and whatnot. So, like I said, he is Batman if he had dissociative identity disorder. And what I mean by that is Mark Spector... And it varies. Well, it doesn't vary. Mark Spector, when he was setting up his thing, like his whole entire identities and whatnot, he decided that he was going to put the Mark, he was going to put his actual personality, his actual name, Mark Spector, dressed. That would only, like, the Spectre identity, which is who he is, would be put to rest. He wouldn't go into that identity unless there was circumstances that forced him to become Mark Spectre. 
Instead, he lived as Stephen Grant, who was a billionaire. Well, maybe not a billionaire, maybe a millionaire. I got to relook at, I got to look at the old stuff, but he lived as this millionaire slash billionaire playboy who was in love with Marlene Oreen, I believe is how you pronounce her last name. And so Stephen Grant was his public identity, which is the high society. Oh, I buy arts. Oh, I go on to worldwide travels. And this is what I do. He had a butler and he had a maid. Then you had his Lockley personality, which was a cab driver. And you had the Moon Knight personality, which is the defendant of the night. With Lockley, with the Lockley personality, he was a cab driver who would go around trying to hear all the street level news like, oh, hey, did you hear that Kingpin has these guns that are coming into the shipment at such and such time on such a date? That's what the Lockley personality is for, to pretty much hear what was happening on the streets while Stephen Grant was funding everything and Moon Knight was going out and about defeating criminals. Yeah, defeating criminals and whatnot. Criminals and warlords. And I think he came across Kingpin a couple of times. I don't know. It's a very weird thing. Because early Moon Knight is very wild to read. And he only gets more and more wilder as the years go on. As the years go on. So, the reason why he has dissociative identity disorder, it is, well, I probably should better explain. In his first initial appearances, he never actually had the ID. And I know that's weird for me to say that, especially when I said he's Batman with the ID, but back then he was he back then he didn't have the ID. He was actually just performing all these roles. It wasn't until later on they started to establish that oh all these characters that he's playing as are now becoming their own identities. Where Mark Spector, Stephen Grant, Lockley, um, Jake Lockley, and Moon Knight, even though they're all the same person, they're all different aspects of who Moon Knight is. And it was explained that that's happening because the Egyptian god Kansu, the Egyptian god Kansu, fractured it's hinted that that Kanshu fractured moon he fractured mark's mind to be like that but at other times it's saying that oh mark himself is like that due to all the tragedies that he's had but with the egyptian god trying to possess and whatnot his brain is now trying to compensate by having it split into all these personalities. So it's a very odd read, especially when he starts to do away with the Lockley personality and the Stephen Grant personality, I think. Because I think going forward, he's just known as Mark Spector. I want to say going forward, he's just known as that, even though he still has the 
Oh, um, no, I got to reread all that now because I'm pretty sure he's only known as Mark Spector going forward. But anyway, and whatnot, a lot of things going forward and whatnot. He like he's basically being just Mark Spector, Moon Knight. It wasn't until later on he re he redevelops these split personalities that are based upon Wolverine, Captain America, Spider Man, and those get changed out to be somebody that uh, they get changed out to be a woman that he cared about, Tony Stark. And a third personality that I'm currently forgetting about. Like, this is where it really starts to play into, like, he has the idea or not. But going forward, well, not forward, but a little bit more into the more current times. He actually winds up in a mental hospital where it's heavily, where it's more and more heavily established that Khonshu, the Egyptian god, doesn't exist. All these personalities that you have are literally because you have DID. So you have stories going back and forth that he's that he has it or that he doesn't have it, that there's a god or that there isn't a god. It's very it's a very odd sense of thing for a character like Moon Knight. But it fits him perfectly when you actually start to read more and more into him. And whenever you get to his tragedies and whatnot, because he found out, go going back to when he was younger, going back to when he was a kid, he found out that a friend of his family was actually a Nazi. So his entire thing, well, yeah, that was killing Jews and whatnot. So his entire thing, that sort of fractured his mind and wound up sending him to a mental asylum as a kid. Is that right? That's right. So that was his first encounter with having Khonshu play a part of his life because apparently Khonshu orchestrated that event, but it's just weird as hell to hear. But going forward and whatnot, um, to where after he left his family, he became a soldier of, he pretty much became an everyday man up until he became a soldier of fortune with his best friend, Frenchie Duchamp. I don't know why I popped the P, but Frenchie Duchamp. Um, Frenchie Duchamp and Moon Knight, they wound up going to Vietnam, I believe. Was it Vietnam? It might have been Vietnam. I might be, I might be thinking about something else. But Frenchie and Mark, they wound up going to war with various, uh, they wound up being part of various wars and whatnot. They eventually, well, what eventually started setting up the Moon Knight path is they were in Egypt, I believe. Yeah, it was Egypt. They were working under this man called Bushman, who was a warlord, who was a warlord, had fouled down his teeth, painted his painted his face, and was just a very cruel-hearted individual. And um, he went about trying to kill Marlene's father, succeeded, and left Moonlight and left Mark for dead. Mark got revived in front of a Khonshu 
idol with Marlene around him. And he he came back to life and started to believe, like, okay, I was brought back to life by this, by this Egyptian god. So I got to keep this idol with me and whatnot because that's how I get my power. Now during his first in, now during his first introduction into the Marvel Universe, which is Werewolf by Night, he got bit by the werewolf. When while he didn't become a werewolf, the saliva of the bite transformed him, so he was able to actually gain super. He was able to gain super strength during the cycles of the moon. Where full moon, he was fully empowered and he could lift under two tons. While with the new moon, he was just an average, um, he was just an average man with average weightlifting skills of his height and build who ex who exercised moderately. Um, yeah, going forward and whatnot into his own series, because I'm not going to talk about, uh, well... One of the team-ups he did when he became an Avengers, he got captured by Nick Fury's brother, Jack. I want to say his name, but for simplicity's sake, he got captured by Scorpio. Scorpio was trying to introduce the entire new Zodiac. And during this time, Scorpio puts him in a airlock tank that, well, in a tank of sorts that is getting filled with water and he's even tells him like oh well you're not gonna get out of here or not because you're gonna die but here have this warm beer because it's not cold anymore that's the best i can do and moon knight drinks the beer or he pours it out and using advanced trickery survives being drowned in this tank by breathing through the can and it's it, it starts to highlight just how weird of a character this is but going forward and whatnot into his own series outside of bushman scorpio and the occasional badges that he would have to eventually face he had he had the midnight man whose gimmick was oh he commits crimes at the stroke of midnight um he had his brother, Randall Spector, who was a serial killer of women, and his thing was that he was killing women that fit a certain profile, which was of Mark's which was of Mark's dead girlfriend. Because apparently Randall had killed her. And I mean, yeah, Randall had killed her and Mark Retaliation tried to kill him with a grenade and it didn't work at all. So you had Bushman, Randall, the Midnight Man, and the Council or the community, or I think it was called the Council. And their thing was like, well, you lied to us about who you were and you know about us. So you're a bit of a problem and we got to get rid of you. We got to get rid of you. That was their whole entire thing with Moon Knight. But he would repeatedly beat them. So at a point... Me personally, I'm just like, it just seems weird that y'all keep going after this guy. Maybe you should just leave him alone because he's not actively going against you. He doesn't care enough about you. But that's just me. 
but going forward into the years, Moon Knight would get more and more brutal with his activities, where at one point he was carving off the faces of people that he defeated, or he was just outright killing people. He even says multiple times in various comics, I'm not like the other superheroes. I kill people. Or I maim you. I'm not like them. I beat the Avengers. I'm a whole different person. So do what you can, but no. I'm that guy. And it, I don't know, it's always interesting. To, it's interesting to be reading this character while the TV show's coming on because the TV show Spectre the TV show Mark and the comic book Mark are two very different ways of thinking. Two very different, two very different ways of being. With the TV show only maybe having two or three personalities, being the Mark, Stephen, and Moon Knight, while the comic book, like I said, has various personalities being introduced and dropped in various storylines. But yeah, we're not. Um, going forward, we're not. He finds out that he has a daughter with Marlene. He tries to be just a simple man, but superhero lifestyle is always bringing him back into the forefray. And Khonshu, at one point in time, was going mad because of another thing going on in the comic books. And Khonshu subsequently went crazy. Which resulted in Mark having to fight Khonshu and sealing Khonshu away into something. But due to that incident, Marlene took their daughter and just disappeared. And Mark doesn't know where they're at. He just knows, like, my daughter and her mother are maybe on the other side of the world. And I can never see them again because of what's going on. So there's a bit of a sadness to the man who is Moon Knight. But, um, what else? Because I don't want to give too many details about all his various runs. Because I do think that people, I do think that this should be influencing your decision to maybe read into it. Maybe not read the early series because... It, like the dialogue is a bit cringy. It's not cringy. The dialogue is a bit weird to see. But if you were to go ahead and read um, the new series that's coming out, I believe. Well, yeah, the new modern, the new more modern series. Um, Jeff Lemire's Moon Knight, um, Bendis's Moon Knight, and I don't know who wrote the most recent one, but. Moon Knight, The Midnight Mission, which um, came out as of last year and I think wrapped up this year. It's a very, those three, those three runs help put you more into a place of, oh, okay, this is what modern Moon Knight is like. Because older Moon Knight, you may just have a, you may just get overwhelmed 
or underwhelmed by how everything is. I don't, I don't know. It, it's something you have to read and discuss with people. And I probably should, I probably should have done this episode first. But like that, like shows out. And I wanted to go ahead and get this to the presses, as it were. But I am going to read Moon Knight and finishing up all the series that I can because I might re not might I am going to revisit this with the last episode in the future. So that's five weeks from now. That's going to be a lot of reading. That is going to be a lot of reading. But um, yeah, that's it. For the character, well, from what, I won't go into what he listened to just yet, but I do know that with the Jeff Lemire run of Moon Knight, it really, how Lemire writes is very interesting because with his style, he humanizes the character and their mental issues in such a way that it changed like it it doesn't change them but it changes them into a way that you're understanding like oh okay this is what this character is even though you can go ahead and read um I think the I think Moon Knight's creator was named Bill. Was it Bill? What was it? What was his name? What was his name? Actually, no. Yeah, even though you can go ahead and read the Doug Mon Monic, I don't know how to pronounce his name. But if you go ahead and read the Doug Monic era of Moon Knight, which is the original era of Moon Knight, if you read. Brian Michael Bendis' Moon Knight, Jeff Lemire's Moon Knight, and like I said, the Moon Knight in Moon Knight the Midnight Ma- Moon Knight the Midnight Mission. It really starts to highlight that this character is complex. It's complex, but Jeff Lemire's run is the most complex. I think it's a twelve issue run, and within those twelve issues, you really start to see Mark Spector, the Moon Knight as this as this troubled individual due to how Lemire writes his struggles with DID. Now then, going forward, well, to end this and whatnot, I I'm reading the classic Moon Knight stuff because I brought the omnibus. I'm waiting for the second classic Moon Knight omnibus to be released because I I'm going to tear into that like nobody's business. I am reading the current Moon Knight series and I'm going to double back and read Lemire's so I can see how it differs from the classic Moon Knight to the current Moon Knight series. I just want to see how those differ. Like, I'm going to read all the Moon Knight within these past, within these next five weeks. But I really wanted to have something that, I want to see exactly how Lemire puts this out there. But I'm going to end this episode by saying 
that I think that Moon Knight, as he stands, as he is, it, he was, he's a jazz listener. He listens to jazz, but more so he listens to scat singing, which is just nonsensical jazz music. And I only say that because he's a nonsensical character. Like I said, he has DID. He has these episodes where he does like he doesn't know if Kanchu is actually a real thing or not. Like he wear he suits up as Moon Knight, not because of Kanchu, but because he wants to do it. He's a very interesting character to read about. He's very interesting to get into. And see how he interacts with Spider-Man, Captain America, the Punisher, and all these other characters in the Marvel Universe. But at his core, he is somebody who is chaotic. And I believe jazz music embodies that to embodies that embodies it to a degree. So Mark Spector the Moon Knight is a is a scat man when it comes to jazz. That's what he likes to listen to. That's what's that's what puts him into his calmer days. When he's not out and about fighting crime, he's just listening to music. Relaxing, doing his own thing, and seeing his therapist. Like he's just an average dude who is a superhero. That's it. Um, this has been episode 14 of the podcast. Um, episode 15 should be this Friday, not Friday, should be this Saturday coming up. I know what I'm going to do with it. It's a, it's a DC character and it's going to be focusing on a villain. Yeah, yeah, he's a villain. Um, well, that's it. Um, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope you enjoy. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope you have a good day. Uh, goodbye.